the diamond, I realized the that I have to be The Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These are Nike trainers, all black with a white sole, a white tick and a white Nike logo. They have a bit of green in the inside of the shoe, but they have black laces. There's also a Nike tick on the bottom of the shoe and the Nike logo. They look like they're used for running and they're a bit beaten up and worn. They look about size 9. These shoes belong to Lewis. This is his story. I've got a lot of stories and a lot of kind of like history behind these fantastic pair of shoes because they were like my lucky shoes. You know, just like keep me safe. Like, oh, got my lucky shoes. Like, these were the only shoes I could like drum in as well. I'm Lewis Cowie. I'm 17 years old and I live in Bucket. I was born in Elgin, like half an hour down the road. Originally what I wanted to drum in was I heard the intro, the drum fill to American Idiot by Green Day and I thought, oh, that's, that's pretty fantastic. I was probably in primary school and I was in uh, my mum's car and I thought, I said to mum, I like that song. And she goes... Oh, it's got a bad word in it, Lewis. And I goes, oh, but it's got good... It, it sounds good, though. It sounds good. It's that fast-paced, kind of, like, uh, just really fast, like, toms and snares, and just hits a crash, and it just starts going in. It's mental. My uncle was in a band and he had a flat down at the beside Sea Town or Ianston, I think it's called. And he had a drum kit in his house, and this is years, years, eh, millennia ago. His kit was a beautiful kit as well. And I just sat behind it and had it with my hands, and I really enjoyed the sound of it. And I thought, oh, I like it. But then as like, I kind of grew older, I got uh, into it definitely in my high school, in my early teens, got into it more and started to play more, get into more music more and just kind of like explore with the instrument itself more as well. Me and my high school band, uh, Fade Out, we used to play in the Legion Hall in Bucky and my own drum kit came about, was about maybe three years ago where I had uh, shown a really big interest in it and after playing the kits in high school at lunchtime at break time after school before school uh, both my grannies kind of got together and, th- and thought okay we'll get one for him for his Christmas so I walked down to my grannies one day in the garden shed and she goes go, go check in there I think there's like a light left on and there's just this kit sitting there and the feeling was just magic had no idea that kit was going to be in that shed no idea Definitely, please. I was shocked though, because I had no sticks with me, so I started to like hit it with my hands, just kind of go, oh, this is fun. I think I got a proper, about maybe like three days afterwards, I sat in and got a proper like feel for it. I've had that kit for now, for about four years now, I've had that kit. And my drum kit is in my room. Okay, so we're going up the stairs, going in the bedroom. This is the good old. Where the magic happens. This is where the magic happens. Good old, good old drum kit. 
uh, on front of me now, I've got my snare, I've got my tom, floor tom, I've got a crash to my right, crash like my upper left, hi-hat to my left, and a ride cymbal to my upper right. Cowbell. <coughs> Better cowbell. Good old cowbell. I can't have a drum kit without a cowbell. When I sit behind the kit, it's like the outside world, like nothing is just not there. It's just a kit and I'm in that moment. And once I get up from the kit and move away from it, I'm back. Uh, so for me, I kind of like use it as like my kind of like escape route from like everything. It's really strange how it works. There might be some people who are like the same as me, but definitely when I sit behind it, it's just like a door's open and I'm sat down, there's like a bubble around me, there's nothing else going on in that moment. Even if there's other people watching, they're not, they're there, but I can't see them. It's just like that bubble. Uh, and I think the mood to be in, if you've got like things going on in your head and if you're playing a particular like groove or song that's got that motive behind it and that kind of like, oh, that connects really well. If you put that, your like thoughts and like what you're thinking behind it and put that into your playing, it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. The kind of music I've kind of like grown up on, like music like Blink-182 and like uh, Green Day and like the punk uh, music as well. It's kind of like the energy behind it as well. And I find if I sit behind the kit playing that kind of music, kind of like sat back and kind of like hold them back a bit, I won't really achieve like the main kind of like feeling and then what that music's meant to be. But if I just lit it out and go absolutely mental, it sounds like how it's meant to sound, just full on energy, giving it all. Sublink 182, they were my first concert ever. I uh, went to see them on my 16th birthday. My actual 16th birthday, and that was my first ever concert, and I was right at the front, bang on right at the front, and it was just, the atmosphere was just, holy crap. That was, I can't even explain it. It was just meant insane. It was all new to me, because I had never been to like a proper concert before. And to be like so close to people as well, like I think one time I had like somebody's arms around my waist, I had some, my knees were locked, I couldn't move, everyone was like throwing like their hands in like the air and everything, and like Mark, the bassist, would come up so close to the side and you could like see the sweat dripping off on him, and I was I'm so close to you, so close to you, and like the crowd in Aberdeen that night was just fantastic. Now, I'm not drumming, uh, I'm at uh, college at Los Entertainment Academy, just finished the HNC Musical Theatre, achieved that, now going to start a two-year HND course in Musical Theatre, so that'll be another step forward as well. The HNC, for me, it involved a lot of dance, and it was really cool for me, because I came in the HNC and I did not dance at all. I just, just did not like it at all. Didn't want to dance, couldn't even think about dance. Uh, the dance I had kind of like uh, made a connection with was tap for some reason. Now, I had been told, because that was, was tap's kind of like rhythm, blah, blah, drums. And when I started tapping, I goes, ooh. The HNC was a kind of like eye-opener for me, definitely. 
to not have like preconceived ideas of like stuff that I'd never done before. And that course was definitely just like a whole life changing experience. It took a while to get me used to it because inside a top shoe it's really, it's like a diff- completely different universe inside a top shoe. Uh, my top shoes are fairly new because I just started tapping like a couple of months ago and when the first time I wore them I was walking about the house and I couldn't get up the stairs because it physically felt like I was wearing a pair of high heels because I like the metal or metal in the front wasn't too bad but the heel on the back for me because I had not uh, wear like shoes with like uh, little like heels or like just boosters at all and to go from like flat shoes to like top shoes would give you a little bit kind of like boost as well try to walk on them not even tap on them just like or dance, just walking them was really hard to get used to. I think as I'm surrounded by people who understand like my passion and like the love for the stuff I do, and I think they understand that that's what I want to do with my life. I don't want to like sit in an office or go to a job that I don't want to do for the rest of my life, be bored, senseless. They understand my passion and my love for the stuff I do, and like they push me forward as well. So that makes me want to do it more as well. Well, my uncle, yeah, he was the only musical kind of like gifted, talented person in the whole family. So I'm, I'm like the only one who's kind of been the next one after him, if you like. Uh, and he's he's very he's very proud of me uh, when he sees me play. Or like, and even if he hears me. Uh, he's like, oh, that's Lewis. That's Lewis behind the kit. That's it. That's it. And he's just really proud. And I think he likes to see as well that I've kind of become musical as well. And he can kind of like relate to that when he was younger. And he can like, we can have like, like these secret conversations, like the musical language and stuff like nobody else understands. So it's like, like a secret chat. Lewis's story was produced by Steve Urquhart. His shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile of My Shoes exhibition. The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next.